Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up out there, podcast land? What's <laughs> happening, y'all? Yell boys. Oh my goodness. What's <laughs> happening in the house today? Man, it was wired. Yeah. I guess so. Hey, I got my homies with me <laughs> yeah, here. Here we are. Got my home slice, Miss Mona. What's here happening? We're a little tired with mousecapades. Mouse, she apparently had mousecapades last night. Had a mouse, yep. Mm-hmm. And so kept her up, yep. she said. It what she told noisy. me. She heard that. It was noisy. <laughs> I kept trying to figure out why you kept talking about going to like an ice show. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the ice capades. <laughs> you did not hear the story, Dad. I was so lost. I'm she sorry, I didn't feel did you. Did not say ice capades. She said <laughs> mousecapades. <laughs> It's so. dead now, I think. <laughs> I don't know. It's that, on ice, you could say. <laughs> that mouse must die. <laughs> a weird episode wow, already. We digress already. And then over there, you heard him talking. <laughs> the guy that doesn't know what's going on is producer DJ Dan. That's always a, an apt way to describe me at any given time. Yeah, moment. man. What's, uh, so what's good, y'all? Things are good. Things good. are good. good. Just hey, I just found out today. This is, I mean, you talking about bolstering somebody's ego? Dan goes to get his haircut, and he says, "I want the Hank cut." <laughs> so we have this joint. Used to have this pizza place in yep. in Chatham that literally on their menu was Hank's Pizza. What? <laughs> now I have Hank's haircut. Yes. <laughs> Boom. Dan should have never told me that. Part of the Hank collection. <laughs> That will make its way into a sermon. Hank's haircut, buddy. No, you live in a small town when? When the pastor of the local Baptist church has a pizza named after him and a haircut. You don't take a picture for reference. You're like, give me the Hank. That's right. Oh, Lord, I so love it. Oh, good. But we're supposed to be Christians and we're supposed to be born. We have failed miserably yes. for a while now. We have. We should be very much more somber because that's a good Christian is supposed to be. I digress because I I love everybody. So hey, once again, we're back in um, the Lord's Prayer, aka if you ask me, the Disciples' Prayer, mm-hmm. because He was teaching. The disciples, mm-hmm. how to pray, and um, I was reading reading an article today in um, some outlet, um, and the guy said, "I'm asked a whole lot, you know, what book is the best book on prayer?" <laughs> and he said, "I just sort of look at these people that ask me and go, the Bible." <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> so, oh my lantern! So I ran up on this thing today, and I'm trying to decide if I'm going to do it or not. Hey, Lisa Myers, this is for you, um, because I know she's out there, and she's all into reading the Bible through in a year, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think she's she's about that. Recently, yeah. yeah no. I'm, I'm about it, all about it. So okay, what? well, let's write it you, too. <laughs> so I'm going to challenge the youth group at Marion, of which Dan's daughter is one. Mm-hmm. 66 days, 66 books of the Bible read. Ooh. 
Give me them. It's a lot. That means a book a day. Oh, I was doing the math. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to challenge them to do that. And so then they got into this thing, and, and one person went, my argument, but what do you learn when you do that? And one guy had a great statement about it. Mm-hmm. He said, sometimes it's better to see the whole forest before you dive into looking at specific mm. trees. Yep, it's very true. I was like, wow, yeah. that's a good yeah, thought. So, um, hey, youthies. <laughs> From Marion, it's coming 66 days, 66 books of the Bible. I challenge you. So I may grow my hair. And t- <laughs> may not get the Hank haircut until we finish that. What do you think? It's weird if I, I have the Hank haircut, but Hank doesn't have the Hank haircut. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we digress. But anyway, I thought, hey, Lisa Miners, you you up for that challenge? <laughs> Text me. <laughs> We'll see if you really listen to these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, she does. She live tweets while she listens. Does she? <laughs> she live tweets you, yeah. not me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So, hey, uh, all right, last thing, and then we're diving in. So be ready. You good? Sure. All right, so let's dive in with Matthew. We're, so we're still in Matthew chapter 6. Yep. Um, we're in verse 10. I had to correct my co-host that she what? was trying to skip over to verse 11. Yes, you said 11 when we started talking about it. You said, verse 11. I'm like, verse 10. You can't, You just ignored me. I don't think. I don't recall this. But you don't recall this? You were sitting right there. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently my body was. The mouse capades was still going on. I love a good ice show. <laughs> I think we've got the title for this sermon. I'm sorry. <laughs> they don't have nothing to do. <laughs> Nothing to do with the scripture. Oh. oh me. Okay. So read verse ten. Read verse nine and verse ten. It's a good idea. I was going to. And then pray. Okay. So Matthew six nine and ten. Pray then like this: Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And Lord, we do thank you that we have your word in um, the words of Jesus that he gave us for prayer and to teach us. And so um, I ask for um, hearts that are leaning towards you to hear what you would have to say. And Lord, speak through us as, um, so that we can um, share what you have given to us. And we thank you for the privilege of that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. So how do you say that word? Is it hallowed or hallowed? <laughs> Well, I always say Halloween, but then it reminded me of a first grader I was working with this year, and he read his EDs like that, and I had to correct him, so I guess it shouldn't be that way. I was just wondering, as I was reading. Um, I think it depends Did you grow up reading King James, and then maybe it's kind well, of Well, if that. you're just growing up King James, and you got a problem, it had to be King James 16 lib. <laughs> Or else it just wasn't God's word. Hey, by the way, just out there, I do use the ESV. Yeah. Um, I just like how it's worded. Um, I know there are some people out there that say this or that about it, but hey, I don't. I'm not in all that. I just think it's easy for my people to hear and understand a little bit better, and that's why I use it for no other reason. Don't read nothing into the fact that I use the ESV. But anyway, so let's just jump in. Your kingdom come, really. So, what would you have to say? Why should we want God's kingdom here on earth? Well, when we talk about his kingdom coming, when we pray that, um, we are declaring our allegiance to God's kingdom, to his sovereign rule, to his, um, this is his 
um, kingdom that he has brought to us that we are a part of. We talked about on one other episode, I don't remember which one, um, that God's kingdom is here now, and mm. we're a part of God's kingdom now. That we we're kingdom kingdom. Or you citizen. should be now, right? If we're right, and that we don't have to wait until we get to heaven to be kingdom citizens, but we are kingdom citizens now. And so, when we pray this, "Your kingdom come," then we are declaring our allegiance to that. Yeah, and we sort of, we're called to give priority to it. Mm. It's what yes. it's really. If you're a believer, shouldn't that what be what you want? Yes, is to have God's kingdom here. You know right. that that verse we're talking about. We uh, we reference. I don't, did we talk about it or did we just reference it? One. It's in Philippians chapter four. I know where it's at when when Paul writing to this church at Philippi, <laughs> or uh, uh, actually it's end of chapter three. He said, brothers, join and imitate me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. For many of whom I often told you and now tell you, even with tears, walk as enemies across Christ. They're in instruction. Their God is their belly. Glory is no shame. Where is it at? <laughs> there it is. But our citizenship is in heaven. I started a little bit too far. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus. So our citizen, so I heard man, a, a godly man preach um, a message on this about the that you have and, and the title was your two addresses that you have one here on earth but you should have one in heaven mm-hmm. too you have an um, address in heaven he said but if you're more worried about what you get in the mail here instead of what you send forward there you got a problem right, mm-hmm. yep. and i was like holy macaroni dude bring right. it bro yeah um so it's really about an attitude of priority yes um of saying you know what i want god what you want yes i want what you want, not only for my life, not only for our body of believers here as our part of the ch- the great big church right. of of the Lord, but I want your kingdom here on earth. Mm-hmm. I want what what you have going on in heaven to be going on here on earth. And I just want to make this statement: life would be so much better. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it would be a much more enjoyable. It would be. Just think about it. Yep. The the I, I sit and think at times. My dad's in heaven now. Um, what he the sights he's seen, the people he's met. Um, first and foremost, he's met Jesus. Right. Um, he's seen God. I met. Right. I mean, I met God. Met Jesus. Met the Holy Spirit. I'm I'm guessing. All right. Good question. <laughs> we always talk about. I walked myself into this rabbit trail. <laughs> we always talk about. You know, the first person to see is Jesus. What about God? What about the Holy Spirit? Yeah, I, I want your answer. No, I don't have an answer. Just a thought. I'm not. I'm not going to peg you I'm on book. I'm not going to peg you on book chapter verse. Yeah. Hey, I'll be honest with you. I'm not really worried about the order at that point. <laughs> you know? I think do we do we concentrate on wanting to see Jesus because He's the one who um, made the sacrifice for us and is the one who made it possible for us to get there. Um, he's the one that opened the way. And so he would be the one that we would want to see first to be able to embrace that. And then he sort of ushers us into the throne room as it is. And so then he would usher us into. Dan is giggling. I, I, I mean, you're like really serious. <laughs> so no, uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I hate to interrupt. I, my answer pretty much is, is right alongside yours. <laughs> But I just, I, I got tickled thinking about how much better you are at putting these things into dignified <laughs> words because 
you said he ushers us in, and I was like, well, I think of it as kind of the buddy system. <laughs> Oh, well played, man. Yes. Oh, yeah. I got, I got, I got a little That's why we're all there. good together. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy system ushered in. <laughs> Buddy system. Hey, they're all one of the same, man. Jesus is using the I'm so glad system. you went first. <laughs> I mean, now all I'm thinking is, come on, buddy. <laughs> but, it, but it does Jesus, go. Jesus, you're it, God. <laughs> you don't use words like that. Like, it goes hey, buddy. back, though, to this idea that we're heirs with Christ. And so right. it makes sense that when we get there, he would be the person to usher us uh, uh, into heaven. Well, we know that when we when we enter, and I guess it's all. I, I'm serious. I've never legit had that thought. Mm-mm, we always talk about you know the first person I want to see is mm. Jesus, and yes, right. he for everything that you right. so eloquently right. ushered in, <laughs> you so eloquently um, explained that Jesus. When we know from Scripture that Stephen, when he was about to die, yes. looked up and he oh. saw Jesus at the right hand of the Father, standing oh. by the <laughs> where. Where is Jesus? The Bible says he's seated at the right hand of the Father. But when Stephen saw him, he stood up, which is great. So that tells me that I believe when believers uh, come to heaven, get to heaven, Jesus stands up and he does. He is the first to greet us. Mm -hmm. Firmly believe that. But man, what about, don't you want to meet God too? Yes. Like the Father? Yes. And I know Jesus is God. Right. Don't we want to meet God the Father? Don't we want to meet the Holy Spirit? And we never have those thoughts. It's almost like, and and correct me if I'm wrong, and I know you guys are going, we're on a rabbit trail, hey, bring it back. (laughs) But I really want to, I want to just bring this out for a few minutes. It's like, we just forget about God when we get to the New Testament. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Sadly to say. Right. Because it's the, and I understand, I understand. Some of you guys are going to want to email this week and be ripping on me, but I, I understand the Old Testament is Jesus concealed, the New Testament is Jesus revealed, and it's because of the work of Jesus Christ, the finished work of his on the cross, that he went to heaven and sat down at the right hand of the Father, according mm-hmm. to Hebrews, but God the Father. It's still there, right? right? And so I've turned to Revelation chapter 4. And just listen to this. At once, this is verse 2, At once I was in the Spirit, behold, a throne stood in heaven and with one seated on the throne. And he sat there, had the appearance of a of Jasper and Carnelian. And around the throne was a rainbow that had the appearance of an emerald. By the way, it's a full rainbow. We never have anything else other than half a rainbow. There's a full one, meaning no more storms of life. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Around the throne there were 24 thrones. Seated on the thrones were 24 elders, clothed in white garments with golden crowns. From the throne came flashes of lightning and rumblings and peals of thunder and before the throne were burning seven torches of fire, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne, there was, as it were, a sea of glass um, like crystal. I'm just saying. And then if you skip on down, and then there are four living creatures flying around. And they never cease to say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Yep. Who is that on the throne? Who was and is and is to come. There's a description of Jesus right there in Revelation right. chapter one right. that so, says he was and is and, and is and to come. Right. And be, well, I'm still back there thinking about what you said about people kind of forgetting about God, because sometimes I think that there's a group of people who sort of do the opposite. I know that doesn't make sense, but but I think there's a group of people who every time they read like the pronoun he that's referring to God or Jesus, and they always just think it's God. And mm. I, I think that there's both camps out there that they don't realize that it's one person, but two, um, 
and three when you. I was gonna say, don't forget the Holy <laughs> I Spirit. Wasn't, but um. But it's your mouth. But you know that they. It's just so hard for our brains to wrap around that. I think that that we get caught up in not knowing <laughs> if it's not specific that we don't know. Yeah. And and even you know sometimes you might read and it's talking about the Savior and you think that that's automatically talking about Jesus, but. You know, in, in Titus, it says, God, our Savior, I think it's Titus, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And so he is our Savior as much as Jesus is. Because he sent Jesus. Right. He's the one that put right. in the plan in the work. You know, it's right. always said God's the architect right. of it all. Right. <laughs> Jesus was the one who did the work. Right. And the Holy Spirit is the one that sort of now empowers it. Right. In a sense. You had a thought over there? Well, it's just, uh, I think how people get to that point is they, you know, we have so many Christians, I, I don't, I mean, you know, lifelong Christians that really, as far as their study and their time with God's Word, never get too far out beyond the Gospels and a few of Paul's letters. I mean, they right. you get those ones that don't spend time in the Old Testament, so they don't see the the history of interaction between God and man. So they they're looking at one part of it that centers around Jesus. Yeah. And nothing else that, yes, points to Jesus, but also is a historical document about God's interaction with us. Yes. Yeah. yeah I agree. I'm just, so now my, my mind. So, I mean, because then you wonder, all right, who was it? Because, okay, Isaiah chapter 6 says he saw God yep. high and lifted up on the throne. His train of his mm-hmm. field. Of, Jesus said in John chapter 12, I think, who he saw was him. Right. Well, Paul... <laughs> Writing said who he saw was the Holy Spirit. So who do you see? Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's pretty simple, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, do you, sorry, Dan. Um, I, hit the, you, I want to see that in Reve, what Revelation. I want right. to see these colors. I want to see a full rainbow. I yeah. want to see God on his throne in the middle with all these seraphim and cherubim and all that flying around going, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who is and was and was coming. Like I said, and I know that's a description of Jesus in right. Revelation chapter 1, but it also can be God because God right. did die on the cross. I'm, so, I'm just doing everything. I'm hitting the <laughs> mic. I'm, God died on the cross. Right. We fail to mention that at times. Mm-hmm. So when we come here and we go, your kingdom come, it's all about everything that God has in heaven oh, that He want, we want brought down. There's nothing more that I want than heaven on earth. I am so sick of this world. Can I just be honest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of the politics. I'm yep. sick of tr- Christians backbiting yep. and fighting among themselves. I'm so tired on Twitter. You guys that are such great theologians... <laughs> Want to fight about everything. Here's the statement that I heard from Herb Revis years ago. It's hard to fish and fight at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Bible tells us we ought to fish. Mm-hmm. Quit fighting over every ding-dang little point of theology that you think yep. you know better than everybody else. Right. Let's be encouragers. Let's be Barnabases. Yes. Just encourage the brothers and sisters. My lant, I'm about to have an aneurysm <laughs> here. Which is part of... When you're praying for your kingdom come, that you're praying that that kingdom, God would further his kingdom in the hearts of men. And so building that kingdom up in in his people and that then it would spread to those who are lost, that the gospel would be given so more people would be drawn in and so that his kingdom would be expanded here on earth as we um, await the time when we go up when we are taken home to heaven. Yeah, it really got, it has to begin with one. Right. Mm-hmm. right. That, translated, as the old preacher said at one time, 
Lord, please send the revival. He drew a circle around himself. He said, Lord, please send the revival and let it start yep. in this circle. Right. Yep. Right. If every believer said that, and we gave mm-hmm. priority to that, because by the way, there at a little bit more in, in Matthew chapter 6, we get down to verse 33, it says, but seek ye first right. the kingdom of mm-hmm. God. Then everything else is added to you. Right. You give God not only priority, but preeminence. Mm-hmm. In your life, and then yes, let that spark jump off to you, yes. and then you let it jump off to them, while it's also jumping off of you again to somebody else, and then you create this this revival that will break out yes. that that the gates of hell cannot hold back. Right. Yep. Which is what we need yes. in the church. By the way, I said it last night. Judgment begins at the house of the Lord, not out in our mm-hmm. government in Washington, mm-hmm. yep. not at the in Richmond, Virginia, where we're in the state of Virginia, where our capital is. It starts at every single house that is God's house at the Church of Jesus Christ, not of Latter Day Saints, right. but of <laughs> Jesus Christ. The uh, well, and and you know, everybody wants to jump on board. A big revival when when they hit a thousand people or even five hundred people. Nobody wants to to be that starting point. Everybody wants Man, to yeah. join some big thing, you know. Um, big one thought that hit me going back to to you know, Kingdom Come. The reason we don't have more Christians actively, I guess, exercising their citizenship in heaven in God's kingdom is we have way too many Christians that are still on the fence about whether they're even excited about heaven or not. Oh, my wow. land. Because they don't understand. They're, they're so caught up in, well, what's this going to be like? Who cares? It's God's. It's perfect. Right. It's better than what, what we got now. Be. It will right. be an hour-long stinking announcement session. <laughs> Let's get everybody's announcement for the day. There won't be none of that mess. <laughs> that's true. And that's why we switch to videos every week. <laughs> It's going to be just, you're exactly right. And then let's, our, our time is running away from us. We got to get through this. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let's just, so let's just jump ahead there a little bit. We're on a schedule. We're on a schedule. So how do we do that? Speak to me. I've got her giggling over there. So that's a submission to God's sovereignty and his sovereign rule and his will. Um, you know, they, excuse me for a second. Did you say submission? I said submission, a submission and a surrender to knowing and doing his will. Um, whereas the kingdom coming is an allegiance. Lord, I am part of your kingdom and I desire for your kingdom. And now I submit to doing what it is that you desire for me to do as a part of that kingdom, as a kingdom citizen. But I have my rights. You have no rights. Excuse me? And you can ask Lisa Miners about that one, too. (laughs) (laughs) I I have rights. I live in the land of the free and the home of the brave. I have rights. Do we need to quote Galatians 2.20 again? Please. (laughs) (laughs) Where he says, I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith. And the one (laughs) I can't. In the Son of God who loved yes, me and I gave himself for me. I that part up every day. <laughs> I go through it almost every day and I always yeah, it's it's Because right. it's not us. It's not our rights anymore. It's not our will anymore. It is God's will. It's our desire to do what he wants us to do. From slaves of sin yes. to slaves to Jesus. Yes. That's it. Yes. But the slavery to Jesus is nothing like the slavery right. to sin. 
Right. Absolutely. So, you know, he paid your ransom debt. Right. And yeah, you belong to him now. He has a right to direct your... I would have never, I'm just going to make sense, I would have never been a preacher. <laughs> Especially this past year, the, right. the mess I've walked through. Right. Um, right. Except being called. Yep. I was just P.G. King doing what I was doing, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, keep on going. I, I not, but submission, and by the way, that's a word that people don't like. People don't like that word. They don't like no, submission don't and like surrender. It. No. That's, no, but that's what God calls us to do. That's what he desires for us to do. And that's what, I mean, that's what we're here for. That is to do, I mean, it says in Ephesians that, that he has created us for these good works mm. that he prepared beforehand. Mm. People forget that line, that he prepared those good works for us beforehand that so that we could do them. And so we can't, what are you, are you laughing at my loose translation? No, 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 no. I was laughing at what I'm going to say. Oh, all right. <laughs> Just, you know, whatever, as long as you're not laughing at me. No, I'm laughing at, I'm laughing at what I'm going to say. So, so we know that he has. That, that I'm going to offend somebody. That we need to do those works. I'm just going to stop talking. No, <laughs> keep on. No, I'm done. You no. go. Keep doing those <laughs> <No>. works. <laughs> You're talking about those works, and, the, and the, it's a poem. We are his workmanship yes, created right. for good works. Is God for everyone. The workmanship is poem. And who wants to live a life of a haiku? <laughs> <laughs> live out a rhyming life, man. With <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, oh, but that, that won't it. <laughs> I got you. I got you. But seriously, it, it, the point, what you're saying is absolutely correct. And I, I'm sorry. I just got to take a thing about a haiku that I was going to bring up a haiku. Um, that is a type of poem, isn't it? It, it is. Okay. Yes. Nailed it. Nailed it. You're good. I mean, we've got to get to a point where we understand what God wants is the absolute yes. best. Yes. Yes. Seriously, he's not just some guy that's trying to keep my brother down. He's trying to encourage you and build you up and give you the best life ever. Right. He can take your life. I was going to word that differently. I stopped myself <laughs> and make something of yes. it. Something beautiful, something worthy of a poem. Yep. I told you, greatest poem I ever wrote in my life. Flowers, flowers, flowers. <laughs> oh, see how they tower. Trees, 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 as pretty as you please. <laughs> 11th grade, honors English. Ooh, got an A. English. Yeah, I got an A. Got an a. <laughs> that made me like I mean, in third grade. I know you're a published <laughs> author and everything, Mona, but we got a literary giant here. Right, <laughs> man. My, my teacher, bless her heart, she tried. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Meadows, it's hard to be an athlete and a scholar. Because let me tell you something. I was worried about baseball right then, not books. Right. So anyway, so so what are we saying? I, I know our time is, is fleeting here. Um, what, what are we saying about these verses? What let's let's um, we always do this. So let's have a, a big picture thought. Um. Well, the big picture thought is with these um, two verses: "Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven." That our our focus when when we start out in praying to God ought to be on God mm -hmm. and who He is. And um, acknowledging that, and then these other things follow, and then we're going to get to in um, future podcasts about the petitions that we bring to him, and um, and these are petitions too, but but they're still they're focused on God, 
And so we need to make that distinction. And, and so, but when we do that, it focuses us away from ourselves and our laundry list of things that we have that we come to him with and focuses us on who he is and acknowledging that and sitting under him and sitting at his feet and placing ourselves in the proper place of where we ought to be in relationship to him. Well, we don't call her the words <laughs> much for nothing. Uh, my, my only kind of big picture thought is that um, it really, when I read this, I read it as almost a plea or a cry. We've got so many Christians that are, you know, they say, oh, I love God. And I, I, I want to work as part of his kingdom. At the same time, we're terrified it's going to come today. Well, yeah, you know, I really right, want yeah. this to happen. I, I got children I want to get, see get married. I want, you know, and and the Christians should be saying, "Dear Lord, please let it be today." Yeah. And and if I can further it and and help it to come today, let me be, have the privilege of being yeah. part of that. Yeah, absolutely, you know? man. So, all right, give me now because I've got my word. Ha ha. <laughs> One word. To describe these first two verses, nine and ten, one word. And by the way, it's got to have shun. That because we're going to alliterate here. <laughs> this guy's demanding all of a sudden. Really, I'm a writer, not a preacher. Um, I don't. What meaning that I don't alliterate like preachers do? You guys learn how to alliterate. I haven't learned that skill. Well, I hadn't got to that lesson <laughs> either. Even gotten. I'll any. give you my word: exaltation. Thank you. Um, My word is exaltation. That when I read those, you are we are called to first and foremost exalt, exalt Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then I would say adoration. And why? How? Because we're. I mean, it's we're adoring Him before in in His kingdom. All right, I was trying to give Dan more time. Okay, good. Keep talking before we can do anything else <laughs> and ask for anything. Uh, I, it, Dan. I just it. I'd repeat both of yours <laughs> really for emphasis, and that's that's. Where, I'll, I'll go glorification. <laughs> um, it's, you know, it, it, not because Hank gave me that word. Um, <laughs> but it gives glory to him, right? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. yeah. It gives him the and, and again, it, that goes back to what Mona has said earlier where it focuses exactly, you know, one of the best ways you can glorify God is through your prayer life. Yeah. So so absolutely. Yeah, give him glory. We're called to give him glory in our every, not ourselves but him. Hey, so thank you guys so much. Man, I love this one. Yep. This was really good. Was. Got I, off to a rocky start. Got, okay. uh, and the whole mousecapades <laughs> and everything else. Um, but thank you guys for listening. I want to take a moment and thank you guys once again for listening out mm-hmm. there. Um, Dan is sort of a, a, another co a host with us, co-host with us. We call him producer DJ Dan. But, you know, Mona and I specifically, and I know Dan will be included, we are literally, truly blown away. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. At the number of people that have downloaded this and the countries and the states and the United States have listened. And so every so often, I really believe we need to stop and say thank you and mm-hmm. mean it. Yep, We're not, absolutely. I promise you, you know, hand on the Bible. These are not words. These are seriously, thank you so much. Yep. I don't understand you, why you'd want to <laughs> listen to us. But anyway. No, we're so thankful that you do, and I hope, I hope and pray, I'm speaking for Mona and Dan now, that you are growing in your walk with yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That's the ultimate goal for yeah. this for yeah. this um, ministry yeah. here. And um, so I'm going to pray, and then we'll send us off. Yeah. Father, thank you for this opportunity and this vehicle, uh, Lord, that we can use to get your more of your word out. That's all we want to do. That's our heart of all of us, to get more of your word 
into a lost and dying world. And um, I pray that we would be bringing some the light of Jesus that you've given to us into this world, Lord. We want our candles to shine brightly. Lord, we love you and we praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Once again, I am Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. My home slice, Miss Mona's hey, with everybody. me. Producer DJ Dan, he's over there putting some riffs on the mic. <laughs> yep, and yep. Um, we go with it. Thank you, guys. God bless you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>